0: I don't have a style ariel but everybody really does have a style it's just about getting the clarification and the way i like to describe it is it's like my clients are in like this museum in their mind and they're looking at their ideal future style and they're looking at this painting that like nobody can see and i like to crawl in there with them get into their art exhibit look at the painting and go Oh, okay like these are the colors these are the elements this is what you're trying to articulate and then we take it out of the mind and bring it into the world and I feel like that in itself is a form of manifestation.
1: Hi friends and welcome to season two of the Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker podcast. I am Debbie your host and the creator of what I believe is a sacred space in which I have conversations with individuals from all sectors who are dedicated to elevating consciousness around different aspects of life. With a background in ghostwriting and editing books, content development, and medical journalism, as well as many other side jobs, and several years experience working for the international nonprofit called the Kabbalah Center, I bring you enlightening conversations with people whose work, knowledge, energy, and insight have helped me open my mind and perspective, alchemize perceived negative situations, live in a healthier body, and experience the world in a deeper, more wondrous way on a daily basis. I also desire to share energy and wisdom that I received from my spiritual teacher, Karen Berg, who was the founder and spiritual director of the Kabbalah Center until her passing in 2020. My aim is that you, the listener, are able to receive what you need to create new possibilities and find greater levels of expansion in your health, relationships, and business. It is my honor to connect with you and be a part of your process. I believe that we are here to support each other on our earthly journey, and I also believe that life's challenges are most effectively tackled from the inside out. Each episode of my show presents another way to do that. Thank you so much for listening, for supporting, and for being with me. I hope you enjoy. Hello everybody, and welcome to this cosmic chat with Debbie Sugarbaker. I'm so happy that you're joining me this evening, and I have a very special guest. Her name is Arielle Brittany, and she is a stylist and confidence coach. She's gonna be talking to us today about our clothing choices and how that really affects our energy on a daily basis. And what we can do to maybe up-level our wardrobe, to inject more consciousness into what we wear, how we wear it. And really that can bring improvement in all parts of our life. So I'm really excited to learn from her. I was going through her content and I was really taken by it. I love your approach. I also heard her podcast called "Dress to Manifest, which I highly recommend. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much for joining me. So, Ariel, I wanted to ask you just to get started, how did you get into this work and what is it exactly that you do and how do you work with your clients?
0: Of course, I'm not sure if you follow human design. Uh, Anyone who's listening who is into it, I'm a manifesting generator. You're also a manifesting generator. Yes, so I tend to attract other manifesting generators because I feel like I'm a very multi passionate person. So my career path has not been traditional. (laughs) For sure. I started with a lot of random things like I was once in um, branding, marketing for like figurines. Before that, I was in fashion marketing, but it was more about like the products rather than like the person. And then before that, I was also in retail. So I just took a lot of different paths and I noticed that my retail job, even though it wasn't something I saw myself in long-term, it was the one that I loved the most because I felt like I had like this constant contact with people. I felt like I could see the impact that the clothing I recommended had on them. So that's really what I discovered lit me up and I found myself back in fashion, just wanting to make an impact, not sure how I was going to do it. And I was a fashion influencer for a little bit And then I realized that stylist, being a stylist, was exactly like what I was looking for. It had my passion for fashion, but also more importantly, I could make an impact and help people boost their confidence and really use style to enrich their lives
1: and use it in a way to make them feel good every day. Beautiful. I love it. It's very much tied, and I'm sure that we'll get into this, but it's very much tied to self-esteem, this whole topic, right? And having like a a sense of self-esteem and self-worth and knowing your style and getting to know yourself and finding out what genuinely resonates. And I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit more, but it's really interesting and incredible work that you do, that you found your niche. Okay. So why don't we talk a little bit about that? How do you work with your clients? How does it tie into how people feel about themselves and What are the connections that you've seen in your work, working with people and their style and their wardrobe? Yes.
0: I feel like, oh my gosh, just thinking about my clients, my lovely clients, I adore every single person I've worked with. I really believe that like style is an amplifier for your wholeness, for your essence. It's like the magic is already in you. The clothes are just the amplifier of that. And it's really being courageous enough to be seen. And I think that's what makes styles so vulnerable is because we can just default to going into the the t-shirt, the sweatpants and like not give much mindfulness to it because it's a little scary. And the idea of, you know, showing up fully, it's it's delightful, it delights us, but it's also really like, ooh, like people are gonna really see me. And I think seeing my clients step into that, especially in their branding, I work with a lot of incredible heart-centered leaders and entrepreneurs and seeing their powerhouse kind of energy finally like represented through tangible physical items, it is mind-blowing. And I help them style themselves too on the daily, where for me, the confidence portion is really in helping my clients build self-trust with themselves. Because I feel like my clients come to me and they tend to be like, I don't really know what my style is. I don't have a style, Ariel, but everybody really does have a style. It's just about getting the clarification. And the way I like to describe it is it's like my clients are in like this museum in their mind and they're looking at their ideal future style and they're looking at this painting that like nobody can see. And I like to crawl in there with them, get into their art exhibit, look at the painting and go, oh, okay, Like these are the colors, these are the elements, this is what you're trying to articulate. And then we take it out of the mind and bring it into the world. And I feel like that in itself is a form
1: of manifestation. Wow, it's so beautiful, I love it. Style seems so physical, almost like one of the most physical things besides food also, right? So it's along the same line you're basically bringing like the soul and helping the soul to manifest itself creatively in the world and express itself in the world. And I love that view on things because I think that also there's kind of another side to it, this, Industry that kind of thrives on like us feeling like we're not enough, and somehow the clothes are going to give us or complete us. I mean, it's kind of like the big illusion that we have a lot about a lot of things. We think like if I'm not feeling good, I'm going to eat a bunch of cookies and I'm going to feel better, or if, if I get into a relationship and. I don't feel complete in myself and the other person's going to complete me. And I think that a lot of us have already realized that, you know, that's a big illusion. So I really like your approach that you're just coming at it with this really a heart-centered, soul-centered perspective.
0: Thank you. Yes, I totally understand that because for sure there's like that dark side to fashion where I feel like it's catering to like a certain body type or trying to pressure us to fit a certain beauty standard. And there's this whole side of, I think style and fashion where it's really about pressure, about fitting a mold, and it's really like externally focused, which is why I really love approaching style in a way where it empowers us to take back the narrative, to really use style as a form of loving ourselves as we are, but rather just expressing what's already there and being conscious about that and understanding that we don't have to follow the trends we don't have to fit any beauty standard but rather who would i be if i didn't hold anything back and if i didn't have to change that's really where i feel like my approach is rooted in
1: wow you take a person like directly into this very high level space of dealing with it i think i always kept my style but there were times in my life especially in my 20s where i was so focused on work and like i was Involved with spirituality full time, basically almost twenty four seven. I kind of like neglected that part of myself. I'm also like a little bit. Sometimes I pick up on energies or thoughts of the people around me, or like I can walk into a room and I can see. I'm very empathic. I would say. And then when I hit like my thirties, I've definitely come across of like reintegrating my style and how I show up in the world, and to be more uh, authentic to who I am. I think. And in that process, I remember once I was standing in a in a Zara and I just got this wave, this feeling like everyone was like grabbing. And I felt if I get this, like like this whole vibe of like, I'm not enough. And if I get this, I'm going to be. So that's why I'm saying it's just been like a process. I'm like, wow, if I'm picking up on this, I must have it in myself. And, you know, let me take a look at that. And it's definitely something that I revisit all the time. But I love how you just take someone directly into that space of expressing yourself. And I think that the more that we can remind ourselves on a daily basis that I'm here as a soul expressing myself in this world. And so how do I want to show up today? And how do I want to show up today to be of service to other souls? And how do I want to show up today to love myself more and to be kinder to myself and really putting that consciousness is super powerful because I I do think that like with anything in this life, we go through a process with it. Do you find Uh that also?
0: Yes, exactly. That's such a beautiful way of putting it. Thank you for sharing that. I really love too how you said we are spirits experiencing a human experience. And I think that sometimes we shame ourselves for the very human things we might want, like for us the human needs of like food and shelter we don't shame ourselves for, but there's also these other things where like why not enjoy also Our natural human wants of wanting to feel beautiful, wanting to adorn our bodies and take care of our bodies and love on our bodies, too. That is still valid, and it's not selfish, but it's just a natural human want and need, too.
1: A hundred percent. And part of my journey has also been, like, recognizing those needs in myself and listening to them and allowing them to be expressed. Because we all have picked up certain belief systems from the time we were little. And... This also touches a little bit on stepping in more into into my femininity and tapping into that energy and feeling more safe to live from my heart. And it's been this like whole process and definitely the clothing, interestingly enough, is like a part of it. So as much as people might want to say like, oh, clothes is like so physical, it's materialistic. You know, we have all of these programs. As much as we say that, it's also a part of like this beautiful process of the soul being able to express itself more fully in the world. Yes, I couldn't agree more. I love that. It's so true. So thank you so much for for sharing all of that. If you can give some specific examples of colors or fabrics, how they might affect our energy system so that if we're just waking up and we're kind of like choosing what to wear... Personally, I'm super intuitive about it and I get like a feeling and I know that like, sometimes if I put on, even if I don't feel great, if I put on like something that I really like, like it puts me in a whole different energy field to be productive or to have a good time or whatever. I'm super intuitive about it, but I would love to know more about how different colors can affect our energy field. I'm so glad that you went directly to colors because color
0: is really huge for energy. I, I really think that it's like what i might go to when i go to my closet and i'm very much the same like i take an intuitive approach to the way i also sound myself every day so for me i think about how do i want to feel it's like a little check-in a little self-love ritual of how do i want to feel today and i really like to kind of categorize it a little bit in my head like Sometimes I want to feel really grounded. And on the days where I want to feel really grounded and calm and centered, if I'm, okay, am I aspiring to feel this way because I don't feel like this right now? (laughs) Or am I leaning into this because I'm already there? I'm already grounded. Or do I feel like a hot mess and I need to feel grounded? I think that's a good place to start with a daily check in, too. Amazing. Um, That's
1: just building, that's another step of like how this is connected to our greater. Uh, evolution as human beings, as a soul or a person might, we don't have to go to soul as a human being. It's like, I'm learning more how to like check in and utilize this self-care and say like, how do I feel? You know, am I, what, what am I, what's really going on inside of me? And that's kind of like this conscious awareness that, you know, we haven't always had, but like that we're all developing at this time. I feel and different, everybody in their different way. Yeah. Everyone in their different way. Like whatever invites
0: you to be still and to actually like present with yourself, especially in such like a fast moving world often, like for me, that's style. So yeah, sitting and being like, how do I aspire to feel? How am I feeling now? Do I want to lean into how I'm feeling? Because that feels good right now. Or do I aspire to feel differently? On the days that I like want to aspire to feel differently, I feel like that tends to be the case for me. Or like I have kind of this, I'm a Leo. So I have this very like, ooh, what character do I want to be today? How do I want to show up? And If it's like, okay, I really wanna show up as motivated, for instance, instead of grounded, like I'll go to the bright colors like red is amazing for like passion, for motivation, for drive. Orange is linked with creativity. If I'm feeling like I need to write out something like a blog post or I need to get in the zone Or if I'm shopping for my clients, I like to dress in their favorite colors. Like, I like to really
1: get in their energy, listen to their favorite music, too, while I'm shopping for them. That's (laughs) amazing to hear. Like, I've done ghostwriting work. My background is in ghostwriting. I know the feeling of tapping into somebody's energy. That's very cool. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's amazing,
0: like, what the senses can really do to kind of, like, unlock our, our minds, our availability to be inspired. It's, like, opening up the senses really inspires us, like, Smelling like their favorite smell like or listening to their favorite music wearing their favorite colors I really am in their frequency to best shop for them and On the days where I'm just you know on my own needing to be like whatever feeling I aspire to feel I go by those colors or Another color example. I would say like pink say I'm being really hard on myself pink is an like a really great color for being soft for unconditional love on Mondays, on Mondays I love to wear white because it's like a new beginnings type of energy. If your mind feels cluttered, you want to just like have a clean slate. Then white is a really great color for okay, let's start fresh, new energy. Invite the new energy in, and white is a great color to wear for Mondays as well because it's ruled by the moon. So it kind of I kind of go by that a little bit too. And then purple, I love purple because it's like. Um, royal leo the royal leo (laughs) your lioness it's exactly you know me you know me (laughs) royalty um, is very much linked with the color purple but also spirituality and i consider myself an extremely spiritual person clearly (laughs) so with the royal leo energy and the spirituality i would say that gold is also a really big color for me also very leo and oh i see a question that says is there a color associated with each zodiac sign Yes, I would say that I wouldn't put people into like really restrictive categories ever when it comes to their style. But there are some that you're going to resonate with more depending on your sign and how much you associate with your sign. Because some people might not really feel like their sun sign. Some people feel like their moon or their rising. Sometimes even their Venus, because I feel like the astrological birth chart is really a little snippet of the sky of when we were born, and it's gonna really carry us through all the seasons of our life. So sometimes you're gonna spend some time in your life developing one aspect of your chart, I feel like, that you kind of ignored for a while. My Scorpio moon was definitely one that I've been developing these couple of years, but it was one I didn't like at the beginning of my journey. So of course, I didn't really wear Scorpionic things until I got a little bit more love into that placement. So that's just an example.
1: Um. That's so strong because it's like interesting. Actually, today I was looking at this shirt with like a skull on it. And I was like, you know, yeah. I really actually like this shirt. And I felt like something, like I was like, hmm, is like really interesting for me because I am a Taurus, right, with this uh, Scorpio rising and a south node in Scorpio. So I do have a lot of Scorpio. But in this life, I always try to, I always connected much more with the Taurian energy, with the light, with the, I think anybody who knows me would say that means very light and sweet and more like greens and kind of more healing colors. But like more recently, I've been kind of embracing more of going through a process of shadow work and doing all that yeah. kind of stuff. And now I'm like, yeah, I can wear a skull shirt. Why not? I was thinking, I was like, no, I don't wear that. And I was like, why not? I can wear it. I'm integrating this part of myself. That's like a little more dark. I
0: love that oh my gosh I seriously same I feel like I've been oh I could wear a corset like my that sensuality um of Scorpio been asking to be expressed for me personally this year like my last brand photo shoot also my spirituality was asking to be expressed like I wore like a whole amethyst crown I wore like the moodier colors the sexier things. So that's also a way I love to help my clients where whether or not they're into astrology, I love to help them tap into their energies too and see like, hmm, what is asking to be expressed? Like what deep down in the soul is wanting to be seen right now in their brand, especially.
1: Beautiful, what is wanting to be seen? I love that, or what is wanting to to come out? And so you would say people should stick, like they find their style and you stick to that? Or like, is it more fluid? I was like literally thinking about this today because I have, I also have Gemini moon. So there are certain things that I gravitate to, but I like to be like, mix it up. You know, sometimes I like to go more Scorpio, like I can wear a skull shirt or sometimes I'm, you know, I'm definitely much more Torian and maybe traditionalism, maybe in my, in my style to a certain extent. So I don't know, and, and how does it play in? And then, but I'm living more by the beach and so I get different vibes. So what do you tell people about that? About bringing in all these aspects of themselves? We're multifaceted,
0: exactly. And I, I totally giggled because like I, one of my oldest dearest friends is a Gemini moon. So I'm very familiar with the Gemini moon energy of like, what about this? But then also this, you want to consider all of your options. Totally. It's what you feel emotionally safe is the freedom to choose and, like, with a Gemini moon with style, I'll always say it's fluid. It is fluid. It is, you know, never restrictive. I feel like there are certain guidelines to help people like learning your color palette or learning like, okay, which, which like cuts really make me feel really beautiful and enhance my body type or things like that, of course, but they're guidelines. They're never set rules. Like, I feel like it's really freeing to learn those things. And then why not break them? (laughs) Why not break them? Why not (laughs) Learn more about yourself because to me, style is always an expression of your soul. So if your style isn't changing, then you're not changing and there's something wrong. I love that. You know, we want to not be stagnant. So I always say to give yourself permission to change your mind. I mean, imagine like your style at like right now as it is compared to your style 10 years ago, five years ago, I look at this stuff, some of the stuff I was wearing five years ago, and I'm like, ooh, that is not me anymore. And that just shows growth. So if you're changing your mind, then you're growing, then congratulations. Like, that's what I like to tell my clients. If they ever change their mind, you're always free to change your mind. It's just about capturing who you are right now in this moment, what's
1: asking to be expressed now. That's it. And that's beautiful. And just to that point, just as a tourist, a very <laughs> practical point, a few years ago, I started selling things on Poshmark, which I found really helpful because I always had this thing about holding on to things. I liked things that I like, kept for a long time and whatever, but I, I feel this need to to explore and express. And so just so people know, you can sell things on Poshmark. If they don't work yeah. for you anymore, you can give them to Goodwill. You know, there are a lot of options. The real, real depends on on the quality of the clothes, but Poshmark, you can generally sell anything. I just wanted to briefly interrupt this episode to remind you that you can find all of my cosmic chats with video on my IGTV handle at Debbie Sugarbee. That's at D-E-B-B-I-E. S-U-G-A-R-B. There, you can also find a link in my bio to support my work or to sign up for a one-on-one theta healing session with me. Thank you so much. And I hope that you enjoyed the rest of this episode. Yes,
0: there's a lot of ways to lovingly part with your clothes. like, And I always like to think of it as an opportunity for somebody else to find love with that item and Maybe it's their dream item. It, it, I just know that if it's in my closet and I'm not using it and it's some things too might hold memories like I want to let go of, then it's it's just clearing out energy for me and it's a new beginning for somebody else and for my item too. Yes,
1: definitely. So do you ever work with people like that need to re- like clear out their closet to create a new energy or if they're creating a new brand or if they're coming into a new chapter of their lives after a big breakup or a baby in the house or something, do you find that like you've helped clients in those junctures in life? I would definitely say, yeah, there's a lot of new beginnings energies with my
0: clients. It tends to be with business, but also personal things like start, it could be starting a new job, but I feel like We try to compartmentalize all of these, all of these different parts of our life. We're like, this is the professional, this is the business. And then this is the personal, but really it's so interconnected because what comes up, it's like, oh, I'm starting this new job. It's like, oh my gosh, but I feel like, I feel like a kid, Ariel. And how am I going to show up at work and be respected? And it's, it always goes back to our, our heart about how we're feeling and what we're making it mean uh, like our clothing, what we're making it mean about us and how we are trying to mind read what people are perceiving about us. And I like to help them reclaim that narrative, take control of it and not be like, Oh my gosh, what are people thinking about me? Whether they're a business owner or they're like starting their new corporate job or something, but Hey, what do I think about? What do I think about me?
1: And how do I want to feel? I mean,
0: that's so powerful. Yeah. yeah, and then whoever, whoever doesn't vibe with it, doesn't vibe with it. It's okay exactly. because I'm sure of who I am, and I'm sure of how I want to present myself to the world.
1: Beautiful. And that's and, and that's know. constantly changing. Constantly changing. Like we talked about the astrology and the planets are that are affecting our energies are constantly on the move. Nothing in the universe is stagnant, is stale, and so. It's beautiful that we can move our energy with that. I've definitely found things and times where I really wanted to hold on to something or hold on to, you know, a dress. And like Some of them I have, but, you know, because there's like one that I wore, for example, I'm thinking that I wore to my dad's um, funeral. I, I don't think I've even worn it since then, but it like just it reminds me of him and it's something that I'll keep. But there's definitely been other dresses which I look back and I feel myself in that time and I was much more of a people pleaser, for example, and I wore it, I I got it for a reason. Sometimes I still like it, right? But it's just interesting how there's so many associations, like it's not just clothes. there's so much behind it, that as we build our consciousness, we become more aware of ourselves. And just how and why we're doing things like what is our motivation. And I think it's so beautiful how you said, like, the most powerful place to be is recognizing how I feel and how I want to feel and how I want to show up in the world rather than seeing myself through the lens of other people's perceptions. it throws us off completely. Oh,
0: yes. As a recovering people pleaser, my heart, like when you said that, yes, for sure, <laughs> relate to that. There's a lot I had to clear out of my closet from my past too. I like to call them, <laughs> I have a podcast episode about it, like the ghosts of outfits past. Bring <laughs> uh, yeah, the ghosts out where there's definitely memories that might haunt us from those pieces, Yeah, for sure. Even just any item that makes you feel like you're not worthy as you are already, like stop squeezing into the jeans is something I have to tell myself, just buy the new size and recognize actually look really good in this new pair of jeans because it fits right. (laughs) Or releasing, yeah, like just gifts from people who are no longer in my life and those different parts of our closet where it, it doesn't feel like it's weighing us down when we just see it physically, but then when we realize the emotions and sit with the emotions it evokes, it's just healthier for us to let those things go.
1: Totally, and it's just, it's amazing to to see, like, and to experience and to become more aware of the energies that different objects hold. You know, if you work, I've interviewed a lot of mediums and psychics and objects that belong to people actually carry. The, and this is something I also learned from my spiritual teacher, her name was Karen Birch, the objects that belong to individuals actually carry the energy of that individual it's like so interesting i remember one time i went to a a shoe store and i tried on a pair of shoes and clearly somebody had tried them on before me and i literally went home i felt so tired i'm like why do i feel like energetically so drained and then i realized oh the only thing i did was try on those shoes at the time, I was so sensitive to to energies that I felt the energy of maybe the person who tried them on before me or something like that. Since then, I've really worked on like building my my own aura and not being so extremely sensitive. But it's incredible how jewelry also really carries the energy of its owner. And like I heard like a recommendation, like if you buy used jewelry, like to kind of do a salt cleansing or something to clear the energy so that it's you know fresh and new for us. And I'm, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong about getting used clothes in fact i think that that's amazing but it's just interesting to be aware of
0: for sure i highly i highly relate to that too because i do love vintagey things and i've started to get more into it but as someone who's extremely empathic as well yeah it's good to cleanse the aura of those items sometimes bring out the sage it's a little scary honestly when you can feel some some sort of energy and a a friend of mine she's actually uh, my photographer Uh, I love her she's very spiritual Uh, she told me to like say this affirmation like I only invite energy that protects me and serves my highest good so whenever I get kind of freaked out (laughs) if I feel something like I got this really beautiful vintage purse and if I'm ever feeling a little eerie about it then I just say that to myself and I, I feel a lot better.
1: Yeah, definitely. And also, like, there's a way this is like taking it to a whole other level, but I'll just go there because I usually do. Oh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have been studying theta healing, which is a healing modality where you go into a theta brainwave state and then you are able to, like, access your subconscious and change things, feeling states belief systems, et cetera. It's so powerful. So if anybody's interested, you can DM me. I would love to give you a session. And the the founder, her name is Vienna Steibel. She's amazing. You can check her out too. And one of the things that she talks about is like that you can download your objects, your shoes, your anything with certain feelings. Our, our consciousness is so powerful. We're so much more powerful than we know that you can like instill like your slippers with comfort and peace when I put on these slippers this is how I want to feel and you know my home it feels you you can go into theta and you can infuse your home with warmth and welcoming that when people come in they feel loved and they feel welcome and you can do it with any piece of clothing so it's just something to put out there for people that you know just a reminder of how powerful our consciousness is and our energy that we can infuse the objects in our lives to actually work for us everything in our life can work for us because the universe is for us, you know, and the more that we're aware of that, the more powerful we become.
0: That is so amazing. Wow. I love that. It's funny you mentioned that because I feel like my business this year has definitely mirrored my journey and becoming more and more spiritual and awakening my Scorpio moon, Scorpio midheaven for sure. And I, yeah, so unlocking those energies. And for me, like I've been really thinking about how to infuse more spirituality into my business, even though it's, there's already a lot of it. And yeah, like I learned about something called glamour magic, which is basically what you were saying. It's like, in infusing energy into the actual clothing. I've also been toying around with like what crystals to recommend to clients to if they want to take them on crystals with them on photo shoots and everything. So I really vibe with everything you just said.
1: Totally. I actually recently just bought, I was in New Mexico and I was in this incredible crystal shop and I bought a Shungite uh, crystal for a friend of mine. And he said he put it on and like immediately that whole day he was like making decisions and he felt like so, he was like, wow, that crystal, I really felt the energy of it because he's super empathic. So it's just so powerful how our energy can be, we can really benefit ourselves by just learning about these things and gaining more consciousness about what can help us, you know, specifically the mineral kingdom, gemstones. Yeah. Do you
0: have a favorite crystal or gemstone that you like, you always, it's your go-to and and I was curious why.
1: I have different ones, but I tend to gravitate towards citrine. I've always always loved citrine and I have a few green stones. Green stones really speak to me. Green, like light green colors. Yeah, that's
0: so Taurus. I love that. I, I like coral-colored stones. I also love citrine. I love citrine, which is a, very much a Leo stone. I love moonstone. I actually, I always wear this ring. It's like for my mom. It's a, it's an opal, and it's like my good luck stone. So I feel like whenever I wear it, I feel like I have good luck. And I also love amethyst because you know purple, and I just feel protected whenever I see an amethyst around me.
1: Wow. So I know we have a new moon coming up, Indeed. and I know that I saw on your your Instagram on your content that sometimes you talk about the new moon and the full moon. So, do you have any things coming through or advice about the the new moon energy? Maybe how it can, w- what we can do with our clothing and how we can, you know, have everything supplement our growth and connection for the next month.
0: Sure, I feel like, well, eclipse energy is always very intense. So, the first thing I always say whenever it's a good eclipse. That, you know, to take it easy on yourself to rest, to let yourself um, feel nourished and take care of your body because it it feels like a lot. It it, And especially because it's Sagittarius season, so it's a fire season right now. It's what's the energy I'm trying to, like, feel into intuitively how I want to describe it. It's like smiling with like Christmas lights and fire all around you. Like it's like sitting at a kitchen table and like you're happy, but then it's chaos and there's all these Christmas lights and it's good vibes, but it's also like what is happening. That to me is like prime Sagittarius energy, (laughs) eclipse energy. And it's okay. It's okay to like not have the answers to feel uncertain, to lean into the optimism of Sagittarius season and like, I think new moons are always related to new beginnings, which is very true. But because it's an eclipse, there's also a lot of release happening for that new beginning. So I like to think of this time as like, what do you need to release in order to claim the new beginning? And not to pressure yourself to like manifest everything right now, but to also be okay with not having all of the answers to need to manifest the new beginning. So to also think about the things that are holding you back from it now. So just thinking about that style-wise, style-related-wise, I'm going to go back to what we were saying about the ghosts about fits past in your closet. What stale energy is really needing to be released in order to have a style that you're actually proud of, really happy to be in, and thinking about that vision for it too, because Sagittarius is such a visionary Style. They're like your hilarious best friends who love to tell like stories around the campfire. They also are really the brutally honest friends. They're going to roast you. They're going to lovingly tell you the truth. So it's also a time to turn inward and go, okay, where am I holding myself back? What do I actually want? And what does that look like vision-wise
1: for my style? If we're going to take it in a style-related sense, but it could be just for anything. Right. That's such a great message. Thank you so much for that. How do you know... This is something that I hear from a lot of people and kind of leading up to this, I spoke with a few friends and they were like, yeah, you know, you're in that moment and you don't know whether you should get it or you should not get it. So do you have any, any advice about that? Oh, for purchasing decisions. For purchasing decisions. Yes. Well, a lot of people have like buyer's remorse and then or they return it they're constantly mm-hmm. returning then they got to go back or they don't buy anything. What is your advice on that? Yeah, that is that is definitely a great
0: question. So I would say first question to ask, and I feel like because you're an earth sign, you'll appreciate this. It's very practical, it's very logical. Can I actually wear this item with three outfits? Can I create three outfits in my closet with this item that I genuinely would be thrilled to wear? Not just like okay wearing that oh, that'll work, but but like very excited to wear. And if the answer is no, then you shouldn't buy it. Because I think that there's also something really exciting about raising your standards for yourself too. Because I think it leaks into all parts of our life where you raise your standards for your closet. It's like you start to notice that you're raising your standards in other areas where it's like, I shouldn't, I don't deserve to be treated that way. I don't deserve to be spoken to that way. Like you'll start to notice that your standards for even how you're treated in your relationships also start to raise when you do it in the smaller things, like just your buying
1: decisions not settling and not just grabbing for something like just really thinking about it and say like what do I really want like going through that process internally to see where I'm coming from how is this going to serve me and I like what you said can I wear it with three outfits or more and feel fantastic in it like the bottom line is you want to feel great not just like feel good instant gratification you want to feel great and you want to wear it you want to have the energy of it be able to feed you for a long time right that long but
0: if you don't want to wear it that long, because I understand that like, you know, fast fashion, it's affordable. So it's it's also more accessible. Sometimes it's harder to invest into sustainable clothing for, for some because, you know, it's really expensive. So I, I don't I'm not someone who's like, oh, you always have to buy the long term, very expensive things as long as you take care of your items. Like I think when everything's done with intention. Right. I have okay. some from Forever 21 that I've had for like five years and I will continue to use them <laughs> and I also have some really high-end items too that are designer that I take a lot of love and care for so I think as long as the intention- there's no
1: judgment whatever is like resonating with my energy in that time you know it's like whatever yeah. I need comes to me at least that's the consciousness that I try to have if it's mine it's mine like yes. if it belongs with me it belongs with me for whatever time and then Maybe it will belong to somebody else at some other time. Exactly. And as long
0: as like we, we, we're we caring for the clothes and we're being mindful about how we're using them and sourcing them. Yeah, exactly. And, oh, I see a question. Any colors we should avoid? I wouldn't say that there's any particular color you should avoid. I think it should always be intuitive and tapping into your heart space and really just whatever color you put on and you feel bleh in if you feel like there's a color that you just don't vibe with or like it just doesn't you don't feel like you glow in it then you can avoid those colors and that could be your decision but I wouldn't say there's like a hard set color to avoid but I will say there is color in the sense of like seasons like what colors make you glow more there's different color palettes that suit us all individually but it's it's just to have your go-to colors that make you glow a little extra i i give my clients their color palette like whether they're like a say they're an autumn or they're spring or a winter but i always say that these are guidelines uh just so you have a foundation and understanding of what makes you look extra extra beautiful and glowy but if your favorite color isn't here then wear your favorite color (laughs)
1: yeah yeah wear your favorite color that's amazing i love it Thank you so much. You can follow Ariel at ariel.britney. Obviously, you can check out her handle here. And she also does sessions. So you're, you do style consultations, as I understand, which are 90-minute sessions, which yes. is just a, a consultation. And then you have longer VIP services that can be like six weeks, right? Yes, exactly. So I have like my 90
0: minute intensive. So those tend to be more like consultations where um, we figure out the specificities of your style, but it's not like longer term, like my VIP services. But I do have a special place in my heart for my intensives because they are unique. One of them is to help you figure out a power outfit for an event. So that's, I like to call my power outfit intensive. And then the other one, which is my new one, I think you'd really vibe with it is starline style readings and i really really love that one because it is a birth chart reading for your personal style i really you actually study astrology also i do yes i do and it's It's incredible thank you thank you so much that one is new so um i like to put it out there because i haven't seen anything like it out there and for all of my fashion lovers astrology lovers I I love to serve them and I I wanted to think of a way to serve them. So I was like a birth chart reading for your personal style, like, there you go. So we cover the placements, I have my own personal framework for it where we go through and we see like, okay, what placement is really asking to be expressed. And then I take them through what styles I feel like really vibe with that energy. And then they have a little report, Starline style report that they get at the end of it. So. That is of a 90 minute intensive, but the VIP services are six weeks long um, and it's either for like a style refresh, which is just like revamping your personal style or a photo shoot, which is like my photo shoot ready package. And those tend to be for like my entrepreneurial type of brand photo shoot clients. But even if it's just something like a personal photo shoot like I, I just absolutely love photo shoots. I'm a Leo. I have a Leo stellium. I adore photo shoots, anything where I can make you feel like a star. Like I want to help. So <laughs> I love photo shoots too. Um, so I, I can't even choose a favorite offer. Cause I,
1: I just love them all. <laughs> wow. I love that so much. And this is especially, I'm sure that like this business is growing now because a lot of people are going online and They want to put themselves out there and it can really help. It's like if you're designing a house and you have like the the structure. In fact, I believe that like the house I've worked with designers before and I feel like rooms and spaces. And also when I've worked on books, it's like before I start the book and I have like just the structure and the outline, I know that the book is already there and it has its own life. I have to be like the one to help to carry it and help it through and the house already knows where it wants to go so it's so beautiful that you help people to bring out like what's already there it's kind of like that uh parable of the the michelangelo like saying that he all he did was just chip away at the sculptures to reveal like the the david for example that you know that big statue the beauty and everything was there he just had to chip away at it to reveal it So I love that idea. Oh my gosh, you totally understand. That is exactly
0: how I view it. I like to also say, um, it's, I feel like become a catchphrase, like just to manifest. I like to say style speaks to substance because I feel like there's this whole thing where, oh, as long as we lead with substance, then we don't need the style, which I don't think is true. I don't think style is shallow either because I feel like style and substance could be put together. Um, or against each other, when really yeah. they assist each other. Like you said, The like in a house, the bones are already there. But you mentioned a book too. So I also like to say the whole don't judge a book by its cover thing, like as humans, we're naturally going to do that. Right. <laughs> it's just a, a natural human thing. Like we see something, it piques our curiosity, we're going to pick it up. And I feel like that's not shallow at all. It's just the cover is letting you know what's already inside. So if you open a book and you look at the cover and you're like, oh, this looks like a fantasy book, but you open it and it's a historical novel about, I don't know, something that it doesn't look related to the cover at all, then of course you're gonna put it down and not buy it. So it's like the style is there to help the substance. And then without the substance, the style's not gonna do anything obviously. So I always like to say style speaks to substance and that really relates to like the branding for my clients too. They're already super powerhouse leaders. It's just that it's not showing in the clothing. And even though the style, of course, by no means defines their success,
1: it sure as hell accelerates it. <laughs> wow. Well, so if anybody is, you know, if you're refining your brand, if you are kind of tapping into your own style, if you're in that process, it's like an authentic process, I feel, of of really bringing what's inside and, like, harnessing these energies into tangible things that mm-hmm. are, like, re- really representative of the the being that's inside and how that being is expressing. So if you're in that process – definitely reach out to Arielle. And I'm just so grateful that we were able to have this conversation. Yes. This has been such a pleasure to talk about wardrobe and style. And if there's anything else that you want to share or with our audience. I, I just want to say thank you so much. I really sincerely appreciate the support of my
0: content and my podcast. And I'm just happy that we connected.
1: Me too. Me too. And thanks to Yali, our mutual friend for connecting us.
0: Yes. She produced both of our podcasts.
1: Yes. We yeah. love her. So if anyone is also looking for, to make a podcast, DM me and I'll let you know. I felt so seen by your conversation
0: and I just I feel like we're about the same type of things. You totally understand my perspective and I just really appreciate like connecting with you and being here. Me too.
1: Me too. Thank you so much. Ariel Brittany, everybody, you can follow her, you can reach out to her with questions. Again, this was another fantastic cosmic chat and I am so grateful to be able to do these and to bring on these beautiful souls, these beautiful individuals with so much wisdom, insight to share that can really help that helps me, you know, in my life to elevate my consciousness around all the aspects of being here on earth. hope that this episode nourished your spirit and or opened you to a deeper level of connection or a higher perspective please subscribe share it with your friends and family and leave me a review i appreciate your support you can also take a screenshot and tag me on instagram and i'll add it to my story until next time be well take care lots of love magic joy opportunities and blessing always bye-bye Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker is a production of Yali Christina Podcast Services.